Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Lift your hand. 
lift your hand and remind him that Lord you promised to keep me you promised not to leave me you said you will not forsake me you will not be you will not, you will not leave us alone you said you will be with us true to the very end when we go through fire it will not come against us and when we go through waters we will not be drowned go ahead go ahead somebody this morning go ahead Lord oh God, oh yes, when we turn to the left and when we turn to the right, there is issues all over. But you are the one we trust, Lord. You are the covenant keeper. Hey, we confess, oh Lord, our great and dreadful God, keeping covenant and mercy to them that Oh, yes, Lord, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. Manshande, he will not forsake you. He will not leave you. It is true you may have done some things wrong. Hey, but he will forgive. He will have mercy. Hey, he's the covenant-keeping God. He's the promise-keeper. Go ahead. Go ahead. Somebody go ahead. Moshabando Roshikibayabayande. Moshabando Roshikibayande. Oyabarode. Forgive our sins. May He cleanse us. May He wash us. Oh, we come. Send forth your Holy Spirit, Lord. Without you, we cannot. This morning we have come to receive from your hand. Father, we thank you. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Welcome His presence. Welcome His presence. Yes, Lord, we thank you. We bless you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise, Lord. We adore you. Have your way. Have your way. As we enter into a time of worship, we say, Have your way. We give you all the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Let's welcome the praise and worship. Beloved, it's time to come before the Lord with our worship this morning. Wherever you are, I just want you to lift up your hands. You can close your eyes. You can kneel down. Let's come before the Lord with our worship. Hallelujah. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. You are the Lord. Let your name be glorified. We give you glory.
is something that you can almost see attain and there is definite time period with, within which you know this is going to happen. But when we speak about hope, hope is in the future. It may or may not. It's like something you are imagining. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible said. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. When you want to convert your hope into practical steps of achieving whatever you are hoping for, it becomes faith. So the marriage that you are dreaming or you are expecting, when you put time to it, I'm going to get married this year or next year. Now you have moved from just hoping to get married and you have faith to get married. Unless you fix that date, it's not going to happen. So faith is very practical. It's an action word. Hallelujah. And that is what I'm talking about this morning. How do we develop this faith? Bible talks about the fact that everyone is given a measure of faith. Romans chapter 12, verse number 3. If you have your Bible, please take it, write it. Romans chapter 12, verse number 3. If you are there, say amen. If you are not there, say wait for me. All right. Romans chapter 12, verse number 3. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. So Bible says that God has dealt with every man. God has given every man a measure of faith. Hallelujah. So there is no one in this world that does not have faith. Even people who tell themselves they are atheists, they are not. They believe there is nobody who doesn't believe in anything. Because atheists and people like that, they sit down, they use cars, they, they, they fly. You need to have faith in a chair in order for you to sit down. You need to believe that when you sit in a car, it will take you safely. Because when you are not sure, you will not be on board. Hallelujah. And that's what the Bible says, that everyone has a measure of faith. God has given everyone. Hallelujah. So I, I am very happy that I'm talking about something that every one of us have. That is why I'm, my subject today is developing this real faith. How to develop your faith, the little or the mind that God has given you. How do you develop it? Hallelujah. Because faith is a mystery. When you read 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse number 9, Bible says, holding the mystery of the faith in pure conscience. So faith is a mystery. Faith is a mystery. Because how can somebody who is a sinner has done so many bad things like me and you believe in Jesus Christ and suddenly everything we ever did is erased from our life. God forgives us as though we have not done it. It's a mystery. Faith is a mystery. But God says he has given everyone a measure of faith. Hallelujah. And it needs to be developed. 
Amen. You know, when you look at uh, uh, the male and the female, you can easily think that the female are giving some uh, extra grace to have long hair that men are not supposed to. But the truth of the issue is that ladies have taken their time to develop what God has given them. We have cut our hair every now and then. That's why we don't have long hair. If ladies also refuse to retouch, to perm, to, I mean, uh, uh, develop the gifts of hair that God has given them, they will just look at me and you. So the faith that God has given us, everyone is given a measure, but it must not be that you have left it as it is. It may not be able to do much. That's why you can see uh, ladies having long hair. These days, it's not so easy to see it because some of them are both. <laughs> Hallelujah. But the truth of the issue is that ladies are able to develop their hair more than men. Therefore, you see them having longer hair than the guys. And that is how you need to look at faith. You may think that you don't have faith. No. God says he has given every one of us a measure of faith. If you refuse to develop it, it may look as though you don't have faith. So this afternoon, this morning, sorry, we want to go ahead and talk about how to develop faith. Because there are so many types of faith. Bible talks about little faith. Hallelujah. Bible talks about little faith. In Matthew chapter 14, verse number 31, Jesus spoke about little faith. He said, Oh, thou of little faith, wherefore didst thou doubt? Why did you doubt? Hallelujah. I remember when Jesus was in the boat with the apostles and they were crossing over to the other side and they rose boisterous uh, uh, tempest and the, and, the, and the boat was filled with water and they were about to be drowned. Bible said they, they arose and they shook him. They, they, they awoke him from his sleep and they said, Master, Master, don't you care that we perish? And when he rose up, the first thing he said, he said, Oh, ye of little faith. And he rebuked the wind and the raging of the water became still. So your faith can be little. Hallelujah. Faith, your faith can be little. And when you read the Bible, you, faith is also said to be great. Your faith can also be great. Amen. And I pray that you have a great faith. In Matthew chapter 8, verse number 5 to 10. Matthew chapter 8, verse 5 to 10. The story of the man who came to Jesus to go and pray for his son. And Jesus was about to go. That centurion. And Bible says, the man turned and said, No, I am a man under authority. I say to one, go, and he goes. I say to one, come, and he comes. So I don't need you to come under my roof. You just speak the word. Just speak the word. Hallelujah. Just speak the word. And my son, my child, will be well. And Jesus confirmed and said, I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. So we can see that great faith, great faith is the faith that 
trust and stance depends on the word of God. Hallelujah. The greatness of the faith is seen when you can trust and depend on the word of God absolutely. The absolute trust and the dependence on the word of God is what gives us a great faith. What demonstrates that we have a great faith. Amen. Your faith also can be said to be weak. In Romans, Bible talks about weak faith. Bible says Abraham, not being weak in faith, not being weak in faith, he believed, he hoped against hope, and he believed that God is able to. Maybe we should read it. Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4, verse number 17 to 19. Bible says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickened the dead, and called those things which be not as though they were. Who against hope believed in hope. Hallelujah. Bible says, against hope. There was nothing to look even up to in the future. It was against hope. It was not possible for him to expect anything, even not now, but even in future. It was against hope. But the Bible says, believed in hope that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. 19. And being not weak in faith, hallelujah, being not weak in faith, he considered not his own body, now dead, even he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. So weak faith is when everything seems impossible. It's like you look at the situation, the, 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 the facts about the situation. Yes, the fact that you are not working, you are not earning anything. And God says you are going to build a house. The fact that you, you, you cannot even afford two square meals a day. And God says you are going to get married this year. The fact that, I mean, things are not going, you are sick, you are not well. And God says you are an anointed minister. Which one will you believe? When you consider the natural state, what is happening? It means your faith is weak. You are seeing how it is. Hallelujah. But you see, when you take a seed, God does not see just the seed, but he sees the potential in a seed. You may be down today, but God does not see where you are now. He sees what he has called you to become. Hallelujah. You may be broke today, but I came to tell you, you are, you, you are prosperous. You may be out today, but I'm telling you, God is bringing you in. You may be down today, but I tell you, God is lifting you up. You may be weak today, but I, I tell you, you are becoming stronger. That's why the Bible says, let the weak say, I am strong. And let the poor say, I am rich. Don't look at what is happening. Sometimes Christians will say, let, 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 let's be real. Let's talk about what is happening. 
What is happening is what makes your faith weak. What is happening, if you look at what is happening, is what, you, I mean, you think as a human being and you think as nobody, but your faith in God, your trust in God will elevate you, will put you higher beyond what you are seeing today. It causes you to see the capability of the God that you believe in. Hallelujah. That is faith. Faith is not measuring yourself by yourself and by your capabilities. Faith is trusting God's capability and believing him for what he has said he will do. Amen. Amen. That is what the Bible says. We did not have a certain power, but when we got born again, a certain power was transferred. We need to be able to believe God. We need, yes, yes. It may be impossible with men, but it is possible with God. So may your faith not be weak. May your faith be great. Hallelujah. When your faith is weak, you just see how it is, how impossible it is, and how desolate, and how barren, and how unpleasant, uncomely the situation is. But when you have great faith, oh, it, you may be down. You may be down, but you'll be able to say, look, this is not where I belong. This is not the word of God concerning my life. He said, I will be the head and not the tail. So if you are the tail today, it means you are not at your destination. Hallelujah. He said, you'll be above and not beneath. So if you are under today, it means you are on your way to the top. Can I hear your loudest? Amen. So faith can be said to be weak. And faith can also be said to be strong. In Romans chapter 4, verse number 20, Bible says, He staggered not at the promise of God, but was strong in faith. To be strong in faith means that what God has said, there is no sign that is going to happen anytime soon. There's, there's no sign. But still you believe. Just like the Bible speaks about Abraham. Look, it is easier to believe when you are in your thirties as a lady. There's hope. Maybe from 25, you said, oh, by 30 you will be married. But now you've crossed 30. You are heading towards uh, 40. And even in the 40, maybe as I'm talking to you, things are changed. You can see the changes in your body. And you already throwing in the towel. He said that, if only I was much younger, maybe what God said, Bible says, strong faith, strong faith is the one that does not stagger. He staggered not against the promise. Hallelujah. To take God at his word. Don't try and explain the word of God away. That is strong faith. Take the word of God to be the word of God. Amen. Don't try and dilute it. If God says, if God says you can do all things through Christ Jesus who strength, just take it. Don't say that, yes, it is true the Bible says, but this one I cannot. No! You are being weak in faith. May you be strong in faith. Hallelujah! When it says you can do it, say I can. He will give you what it takes to do it. Amen. May you not stagger at the promise. Has God promised you anything? What has God said concerning you? Has it delayed? Does it look as though it will never come to pass? My brother, my sister, hold on. Hold on to your promise. Hold on to your confession. Hold on to your, uh, uh, your, your, your faith. And God will let it come true. Amen.
everything about Abraham looked as though it was past time. I'm sure Sarah had entered the menopause zone. He was, I mean, she was not having her menses and he himself getting to 100. I mean, to extend that Sarah had to advise Abraham along the line that will you consider having a child with Hagar? That means, that means that she knew her state. But Abraham, Bible says that he did not stagger. He did not. He staggered not at the promise of God, but was strong in faith. Hallelujah. May you be strong in faith. Maybe you had a prophecy that God is going to do something for you. Or that you may be in the ministry. That you will be a pastor. That you will be an evangelist. You will be an apostle. You will start a branch. You will become a shepherd. But you have looked how things are. Sin has rather entered. Your prayer life has gone down. Your Bible study is nowhere what it used to be. And when you look at all this and you tell yourself, would this prophecy ever come to pass? Did God really mean what he said? My brother, my sister, be strong in faith. Hold on to the promise of God. Hallelujah. I don't know how and I don't know when, but if God said it, it will come to pass. If it is even left with one day, that promise will come to pass. Just don't throw in the towel in the name of Jesus. Faith can also be said to be exceedingly growing faith. Wow, I love this one. In Thessalonians chapter 2, Thessalonians chapter 1, verse number 3, Bible says, We are bound to thank God always for you, brethren, as it is meet, because your faith groweth exceedingly. Amen. Your faith groweth exceedingly. Growing faith is the faith that begins to, I mean, trust in different uh, uh, segments of the word of God. Some of us, the only thing we have trusted God for is salvation. But the word of God is not only salvation going to heaven. There's some that talks about sacrificing. There's some that talks about the work of God, serving God, different things. When your faith is growing, you believe God. The different messages that God gives, not only one message salvation, but whatever God says, you take him at his word. And I see you having exceedingly growing faith in the name of Jesus. Faith can also be said to be increasing faith. In Luke chapter 17, verse number 5, Bible says, The apostles said unto the Lord, Increase our faith. Wow. Just like we see the, the man who had the epileptic son who said to Jesus, I believe, but help my unbelief. The apostles also said to the Lord, increase our faith. This afternoon, your faith will be increased in the name of Jesus. You can also be full of faith. Faithful. Faithful. It means you are full of faith. And Bible says God is faithful. In Acts chapter 6, verse number 5, Bible says, And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and of the Holy Spirit. May you be full of faith. So, we go on. You can have, you can be rich in faith. You can have overcoming faith. World overcoming faith. And your faith can also fail. 
your, your faith can also, we have failing faith and we have dead faith. What is the difference between failing faith and dead faith? In Luke chapter 22, verse number 32, Bible says, I have prayed for thee that thy faith fail not. So your faith can fail. It means, you see, one of the beautiful things that I saw in scripture, that when you believe, it always produces a result. Bible says, with the mouth, confession is made unto salvation. But with the heart, you believe. When I look at the story of Peter preaching to Cornelius, he never said the sinner's prayer, but he started speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. That means that he believed. Because you will never be able to speak in tongues until you are born again. He believed. He has not said, but there. But sometimes we say we believe, but sometimes we just agree. It's a mental agreement to what God has said. When you believe with your hearts and you confess with your mouth, something always happens. So may our faith not fail. Sometimes our faith is failing because what we have believed, we have not believed with our hearts. We have just agreed. We have just consented to it. But listen to me. You are not a piece of meat. You are not flesh and you are not a body. You are a spirit. So if it is not in your heart, it is not in you. So things that you are believing God for may not happen if it's just, uh, uh, I mean, confession in your, in your mouth, in your mind, but it's not deep down your heart. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. When the church traveled, they brought forth another time for that. Dead faith. Your faith is said to be dead if it has no works. James chapter 2, verse number 17. Bible says, even so, faith, if it has no works, is dead, being alone. So faith has works. If you believe in God for something, there is the portion of faith that also lets you work towards it. You cannot say you are believing God for employment and sleep in the house. You cannot say you are believing God for different then you don't do anything about it. No, that is not faith. Faith they I put you into action. Faith lets you walk towards your your aim. Hallelujah. I pray that our faith will not be dead. I pray that we'll have strong and rich faith, full of faith or increased faith in the name of Jesus. Bible says we can also have shipwrecked faith. In First Timothy chapter one, verse number nineteen, Bible says, "Holding faith and and good conscience, which some having put away concerning faith, have made shipwreck of their faith." So, if you keep confessing things and you don't have good conscience, you live in sin and you do, Bible says, you will wreck your you you have an accident with your faith. May you not have an accident with your faith in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So after looking at all this type of faith, the different levels and the different types, my topic is developing real faith. How do we now develop so that we can move from 
little faith to have great faith or to move from dead faith to have living faith or strong faith or to be full of faith how do we move from one level to the other hallelujah i want to give you three ways very quickly and we'll be out of here three ways by which our faith can increase or we can develop our faith to where god will have us to be amen the first is hearing the faith is hearing when you hear it increases your faith that is the main way by which god increases our faith or the way by which you can develop your faith faith comes when you hear some people hear things intentionally and some people also hear things unintentionally but if you are going to develop your faith you need to decide that you will intentionally hear certain things amen in romans chapter 10 verse number 17 bible says so then faith comes or coming by hearing and hearing the word of god faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god amen that is how faith comes think about it think about it faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of god if you give god your time he will cause faith if you give god your time reading the bible listening to preaching taking notes and a faith will rise in you whatever you hear increases faith in you hallelujah you need to hear in order for your faith to increase three people go to school one read accounting one read medicine and the other is doing architecture they keep hearing different things and what they hear convert them into accountant architect and medical doctors hallelujah by just hearing and sometimes what they are hearing is coming from drunkards what they are hearing is coming from people who are not i mean principled there is coming from people who even don't obey the word of god but you see the the, the hearing the hearing the people are able to give other people seven years of their time and they are able to make something out of them others are able to give others teachers four years of their time and they are able to make something out of them others give teachers three years and they are able to make something out of their time because they will pay even to hear they will pay to listen they will pay they will take notes they will read they will go for lectures what is school about school is just coming together to hear and when you hear it causes you to change when you hear when you listen things begin to happen to you your mind begins to change you are reprogrammed you are redesigned something begins to happen to you to the extent that you have your own daughter and you will not know what is wrong with the person but a, a, a medical doctor will come and tell you that your your doctor uh, your daughter or your son is having this condition why he's been touched and he's had so many things that has trained that has reprogrammed your own son that you gave birth to you took this son to school 
and within no time he knows more than you do because he has heard many things that you have not heard and as you keep reading you may not know what is happening but i'm telling you something is happening that's why the bible says faith comes by hearing you believe because faith is believing you believe because you hear look i am sure that if they put you behind an operation theater table and they put somebody there for you to operate on the person you wouldn't know what to do but if you keep hearing surgeons if you keep hearing instructions on how to do it it will come to a point that you will believe and you will know that you can do it hallelujah a time will come you know you see when you keep hearing you can do it they show it goes on and on and on a times come a time will come that not even the lecturers or your instructors by you yourself you begin to know and you begin to see that i can also operate hallelujah faith will rise up in you that is how faith works and that is how faith comes amen so i pray i pray that you will hear you will hear that's why jesus said take heed what you hear and how you hear it because what you hear is affecting you whether you like it or not when you hear the right things it will affect you whatever you hear whatever you hear is like a seed that has been sown so you must as well decide to hear the right things you must as well determine what you want to hear you are the field you are the ground you are the soil and whatever you hear is going to grow in you whatever you hear so when you hear the wrong things that's why many people watch horror movies and after that they cannot sleep because they have sown fear into themselves they have sown so much fear into themselves that they cannot uh, understand what is happening they begin to have uh, dreams that frightens them because that is what when you also sow into yourself good things you hear messages that which you have been sowing into yourself is going to cause faith to uh, grow in you and you become what you hear just like the food you eat it becomes part of you so i see you increasing your faith and i see you developing your faith by deciding to hear the right things don't just hear anything because it was available decide that every morning i'm going to hear some preaching that every evening i'm going to hear some preaching that in the afternoon i'm going to uh, hear the word of god from different books take time and hear a book has a silent voice and as you read the book will be talking to you faith will increase in you and your life will not be the same hallelujah maybe last week as we were talking how faith comes master key you think to yourself that look my faith is too small don't worry get ready to listen to the word of god get ready to hear the word of god get ready to hear preaching get ready to read the bible get ready to read christian books get ready to read things that will augment your faith and put you into the right place hallelujah are you here because whatever you are hearing is doing something to you you can you can begin to i mean time will not permit us we'll go into uh, how propaganda politicians use propaganda they can tell you so many things 
they will cause you to hear so many things that you will begin to believe it. That is why when you are an orator like Obama, you just come with a phrase, yes, we can, yes, we can. Before you notice, everybody says yes. They may not even understand what you are saying, but it's something they, they, they hear over and over, and it begins to work. That is why it's amazing. You may be a Christian brother, you may be very quiet, have a lot of plans and a lot of ideas, and you can see that the future is bright. But the lady you are interested in may not listen to you and may not look at you, but he will begin to look at the brother who does not have any aim for the future, but can talk and can rap. Because when you speak, it does things in people. Hallelujah. When you come and you are quiet and you are thinking about how good you are going to take care of this lady and how you are going to sort out her life and life is going to be better, you are thinking of all these nice plans without letting her know. She will choose the one who doesn't have any plan for her but begins to tell her, hey, hello, baby. You look like, you look like something I've seen in a dream. Are you, are you, were you created or crafted? You begin to, I mean, what they are saying may not make sense, but you see, it builds faith. It causes, it causes the people, it's like, wow, this is the person I would like to be with. Hallelujah. So Christian brother, don't just have good intentions. Speak it out. Hey, brother, speak it out. You are righteous. You are good. You are handsome. You have good plans. You intend to marry the lady. Don't let it be a choke. Speak it out. That's what Bible says. With the, with the mouth, confession is made. Say to the sister, I will marry you. It will work. Say to the sister, I will take very good care of you. Because you have the good intention. Hallelujah. That's what Bible says. John chapter 3, verse number 63. Jesus said, he said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. Hallelujah. The words, the words that come, they are spirit and they are life. Are you here? Yeah. Because when you speak, when you speak, something begins to happen to the person. Are you here? So speak. Speak. Speak the word. And things will begin to happen. Don't just believe in things. Don't just believe in whatever you believe with your heart. Confess it. Proclaim it. Say it boldly. And it will manifest. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yeah. When you read what the Bible says in John chapter 4, I believe the 25 or 24, how Jesus said the time is coming and the true worshipers will worship God in truth and in spirit. Hallelujah. So when you are worshiping God in spirit, what does it mean? It means that you are taking the word of God. Because Jesus said, the words that I speak unto you, they are spirit. They are spirit. And they are life. So if you are going to worship God in spirit, it means that you are going to do it according to the word of God. Amen. Remember, I'm talking about hearing, how hearing improves brings faith. Ezekiel, in Ezekiel chapter 37, in that valley with the dry bones, the bones could have come to life by itself if God wanted, but the bones were caused to hear. Even bones, when they heard, they were changed. 
Hallelujah. That is why all the miracles that Jesus did, he spoke. He, he, he had to address three. He said to the fig tree, no one will eat on you. And he had it. He said to the water, be still. He rebuked the wind and said to the raging of the water, be still. Hallelujah. Speak to your situation. That is faith. As you hear, as you hear, the weather you are hearing, they are spirit and it's going to change. So may you hear, may you expose yourself to the word of God. And as you hear, I see your faith increasing from little faith to a great faith to exceeding great faith. So you become full of faith in the name of Jesus. Amen. The second thing that helps faith to develop is what you see. What you see. In, in the Bible, you see Moses sending out the 12 spies. God had already told them that they are going to, he's going to give them the land of Canaan. They are going to have the promised land. But the 12 spies, they go to spy the land. And Bible said, 10 of them, they brought bad reports. They saw, he said, we saw the, the children of Anak. They were giant. They were, yes, the fruit of the land is great. They were, it's a good land, flowing with milk and honey. But hey, we saw the giants, the children of Anna moving around. Therefore, we were not able. What you see can affect you. But Joshua and Caleb, they saw it. They saw the giant, but they decided that, look, it is not what we are seeing. It is what God has said. That is the difference between those who have weak faith and those who have strong faith. Because God has said, it doesn't matter what you see and what is happening. If he said it, he will do it. Hallelujah. That's what the Bible says. Joshua and Caleb, they had a different spirit. Hallelujah. Faith is a spirit. It's a force. It's a power. It caused them to see. Yes, they saw the giants. They saw the situation. They saw the coronavirus. People being affected. Things were happening. But their faith and their trust was in God. That if God said, He's going to make me a minister and I will live and proclaim his word. I have not done it. Therefore, whatever is happening, yes, it will happen, but I have not finished my way. I'm going to be around. Hallelujah. You need to believe God for what he has said. May you be like Joshua and may you be like Kelly. That faith will rise in you. That irrespective of what you see, you will trust God. You will believe God. Let God be true and let every man be a liar. They, they saw it also. They said, if God said it, then he would do it. Hey, somebody, I don't know who I'm talking to this afternoon. What are you? What are you about to give up? Don't give up. See the greatness of God. Don't see. Don't see. There are things that they say, measure yourself by your coat and cut your uh, coat according to your size. No, God did not call you to cut your coat according to your size. Cut your coat according to the size of God. He said he will supply your need according to his riches, not according to your employer's income, not according to your riches. He said the thousand, the thousand castles upon the mountains and upon the hills are mine. The gold and the silver are mine. God, you cannot outspend his money. Don't cut your coat according to your sight. Cut your coat according to the word of God. Hallelujah. May faith rise in you. My God, I don't know. There are things that look around. They look, speak into being. Speak into being. Say it, it will happen, and it will happen. 
when you believe and you say, God will never say no. When your faith says yes, God will not say no. Kando Shanda Rianda Lababa. I remember when we were in Kailicha, hey, in Sinako, when we moved out and down and things were not working. I called the people, I told them that we are going to have a church building. Hallelujah. We are going to have a church building right here. And God has done it. Are you here? Don't see what is happening. See what can what God can do. Don't see the impossible situation all around you. Yes, it is true. But are you not serving the same God? Is there a God in the Bible? And that God is not in your life? What kind of God are you serving? Was there a God that the ancient prophets and the ancient men of God believed who is not available for us this time? What kind of God are you serving? My brother, stop talking about let's face the fact and let hey, let's let put all this thing aside and become a man of faith. Begin to be somebody who trusts in God. Be like Joshua and be like Caleb. That's it. If God said it, it is true. The giants are there. It is true. It is true. Ten against two. Ten people say we cannot. Two people say we can. Hey, the majority may be in the wrong. Hallelujah. I speak to somebody. Everybody is saying that it will not work. But I came to encourage it to work. It will work because God said it will work. If God said it, it will come to pass. He's not a man to lie. Neither a son of man to repent. Let God be true. Are you here? My faith is charged up. I hope I can, I can preach some more because I believe sincerely in my heart that the mistake most of us have done is that we have belittled God. Some of us are Christian. We have not even believed God for anything. You are working, so you measure yourself according to your salary. You don't believe in God for a miracle. You budget according to what you are receiving. Then what is the hand of God? What is the finger of God in your life? If all you are going to do is to trust only your income from your salary and your employer, what is the rule of God in your life? God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what you think or ask according to the faith that worketh in you. If your faith says yes, it will not say no. How can you become? You are so far from where you need to be believing God. You are so far from what you are believing God to do. What can you do? Believe in God. It takes faith. It doesn't take money. It doesn't take time. And it doesn't take much. All it takes is faith. I pray for somebody this morning. I speak into your faith. I, 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 I increase your faith in the name of Jesus. May you believe in the word of God. Hallelujah. May you see the right things. Yes. And don't trust, don't trust in what other people are saying. Trust what God is saying. Believe God. Believe what God has said. Another story that we read in Samuel is the story of Goliath coming to defile the armies of, of Israel. Bible says the whole army, they went out and they saw the, the, the champion of the Philistine. When they saw they were army officers. They were warriors. But what they saw caused them to be deflated. They became dismayed. They were discouraged. I'm talking about what develops faith and what brings faith. But the same person, Goliath, David saw him. Ha! And he said, hey, this uncircumcised Philistine, 
will be will be one of the people that I kill, like the bear and like the like, like the lion. Hallelujah. What are you saying? Faith. Faith increases when you see the right things. Some of us, you have seen the wrong type of marriage. You saw your auntie being beaten by uh, the husband. You saw different things. So your faith in marriage is zero. Actually, you are believing God that if somebody is happy with you, you will just give birth with somebody. Then you take care of your child. But as for marriage, it's not for you. I change that confession in the name of Jesus. You need to turn around and see beautiful marriages that, that are also around. What you have seen may have affected you. That is why when the devil wants to destroy your life, he comes to give you dreams. Because what you see in a dream, what you see in a vision has a power to change your faith and cause you to doubt and cause you to believe in the negative. Why are there so many negative dreams? Why are there so many bad dreams all over? Because what you see can increase or decrease your faith. Hey, Bible says, if two shall agree, touching anything, God will do it. Who are you agreeing with? Don't agree with the devil over that dream. Don't agree with the demons over that vision. Anything that you have seen that does not align with the word of God, reject it. And if you are not rejecting it, I reject it on your behalf. In the name of Jesus. I reject every filtered dream, every negative dream, every dream that is not of God. Any demon that is assigned to you to torment you, to harass you, to take your peace away till you confess the negative. I reject and I rebuke that demon in the name of Jesus. What are you seeing? You are seeing unemployment. You are seeing people struggling. You are seeing people who are out of school but cannot work. And you begin to think that that will be your story. No, that will not be your story. Refuse to see the negative when you see the right things. Hallelujah. Bible talks about uh, Peter. Peter's faith increased by hearing from Jesus. He saw Jesus walking on the sea. And he said, Lord, if it is you, bid me to come. And the Bible says in Matthew chapter 14, Verse number 30. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid. And, and beginning to sing, he cried out, saying, Lord, save me. Hallelujah. Jesus bade him, come. He heard it. Like I told you, faith comes by hearing. So his faith increased. Can you believe that you hear something and you can walk on water? He heard the word of God. He heard Jesus speaking, and he began to walk on water. But when he saw the wind boisterous, my God, can you see? That is why we say that faith is the, is the substance of things. So when was the last time you saw the wind? Faith is seeing the invisible. Peter was able to see the wind. <laughs> he was able to see the wind. Therefore, his faith Reduced and he began to sin. But when he heard the word of God, his faith was mounted up. He increased from, from, from zero faith to hundred faith and he began to walk on, walk on the sea, on high seas, not on the low seas, on high seas. If you like, try. By faith, Peter walked on water. 
that when he saw the wind boisterous, may you not see the wind. <laughs> may you not see the impossible. It drowns your faith. It reduces your faith. Hallelujah. I pray that you will hear the right things. And I pray that you will see the right things. Surround yourself with these days, videos of anointed men of God. Watch proper videos, preaching videos, crusades, miracle time, and other important uh, videos that will increase your faith, that will cause you to hear the right thing. Hallelujah. Watch miracle time. Watch preaching and see the right things. Hallelujah. Watch the right movies. Don't go the wrong movies. Are you here? And as you do, I believe that your faith is going to increase. What you see increases your faith. I, I, I pray that you watch and you will see the right things. Are you here? Time will not permit us to talk about so many people under the scene, but perhaps this will do. Peter, when he heard Jesus preaching to him, faith rose up in him. And he said, when Jesus said, he was going to die. He said, no, no, I will defend you everywhere, everywhere. But a time came that Jesus was arrested. And when Peter saw the people around, the way they were beating Jesus, the way, the mob action, a little girl asked Peter, are you not one? You see, what you see, after this, he saw how Jesus was being treated, how his master Somebody who was able to put a chopped ear back. He was able to put a chopped ear back. Being beaten. Jesus still had the power. The way he was being tormented. Was being beaten. And mocked. What he saw caused his face to change. The person who said, even if I need to die with you. When he saw the way his master was being beaten. He asked him, said, I don't know him. So the point that he saw, you see, that's what I'm telling you. What you see has the power, has the power to change your faith, to increase or decrease it. And I, I pray you will see the right things in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The last, and the, but not the least, the way to develop your faith is using it. Hallelujah. If you want your faith to develop and to increase, you need to use it. Hallelujah. Using your faith is going to cause your faith to develop. If you don't use it, forget about it. You may have as little as master seed, but if you begin to use it, it will develop. You know, faith is like poison. Faith is like poison. You don't need much. Just a little can do a lot. That's why it's a mystery. Jesus said something. He said, if you have faith as little as that of a master seed, you can move mountains. Wow. Wow. Hallelujah. I pray that you begin to use the faith that God has given you. I pray that you begin to exercise your faith. I pray that you put your faith to work. Because faith without work is dead. May your faith not die. May you not make a, a shipwreck of your faith. May you not have a failing faith. May you not have a little faith. But I pray that you have a great faith. 
I pray that you have a strong faith. I pray that you have exceedingly growing faith. I pray that your faith will cause others to also believe in God and come around. Hallelujah. Are you here? Little. Little faith is enough. <laughs> Little faith is enough. Little faith. You remember how Jesus spoke about, about, about how little faith can do so much. One day, the disciples began to talk about bread and that they have not taken. And he said, hey, men of little as little faith, as, as little as it may be, it will be enough to move a mountain. Hallelujah. I believe, I believe that using your faith, there is no option to using your faith. It's the sure way of developing it. I can give myself as an example. I remember years ago, I read Mark chapter 16. This sign shall follow them that believe. After I got born again for some time, and I decided that it was one of the years. That was my, the whole year, my, 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 uh, what do you call it? Prayer. That this year, Lord, all I wanted is that I should be able to pray for people to receive Holy Ghost. That is exercising because the Bible says, This sign shall follow them that believe. And to my amazement, to my that year, I was able to pray for different people, and by the grace of God, they began to speak in tongues. Hallelujah! And it made me believe that the word of God is true. The word of God is the word of God. And, and that was the level that I could operate at. You know? Faith is in level. There are levels of faith. Somebody can believe God for a bicycle, but he cannot believe God for a car. Don't worry, a time will come. You can believe God for a car. Somebody can believe God for a car, but he cannot believe God for a building. Somebody can believe God for food, but he cannot believe God for, uh, what do you call, accommodation. Different levels. But you see, as you begin to apply, as you begin to use your faith, I don't know what level you are, but apply your faith. Hallelujah. Use your faith. Maybe all you can believe God for is salvation. That's the beginning. Believe God to speak in tongues. That's the next step. Believe God. Believe God to pray. Believe God to fast. Believe God. Ask God for different... I mean, you begin to use it, and as you use it, you see that you are growing. I believe, I believe that your faith is going to grow. I move from just being a believer, speaking in tongues and going to church and reading my Bible to a believer who wanted to also pray for people to receive the Holy Ghost. That was all my faith could get to. And when I was able to do that, wow, what a blessing. It was such an awesome experience I cannot uh, forget. People began to call me to go and pray for different people who wanted to receive the Holy Spirit. Then with time, I began to read that after Paul was in Ephesus, passed through Corinth, in Acts chapter 19, when he prayed for the people to speak in tongues, he said, and you begin to prophesy. So I decided that now I also want to pray for people to prophesy and to one step after the other, you begin to use your faith. And I saw people who receive tongues and prophesy in a meeting. I believe 
at another point. I said, I want people to fall. Nobody has fallen before. I don't. May you begin to use your faith. May you begin to try. Try using it. Hallelujah. So a point that I said, no. Now people are prophesying. I want to pray for people also to see visions. And I, I tested it with my little brother-in-law. He came to visit me in the house. And I look around. It was the two of us. If I pray, it doesn't work. Nobody will know it. You understand what I'm saying? And I told him, I'm going to pray for you. And God will give you a vision you will see. That was the first. I was trying my faith. Hallelujah. I was trying to use my faith. And I prayed for him. I had prayed for him first. He had received the Holy Spirit. But now, I wanted to see. I wanted to upgrade. To see whether when I pray, people can have visions. Open visions. And I prayed. And I saw him shake his head. I said, what did you see? He said, no. I thought I saw trees, but uh, it was a flash. I said, you saw it. Hallelujah. How to I was so happy. I, I had deployed. I have used my faith again. Then he came to pray for the sick. He came. Different things. Believing God for instant. Different, different things. I don't know what you are believing God for. Beloved, I am here to tell you. Use the little faith that you have. Stretch it. Believe God. Confess it. Say it. It will happen. Then you move one. Yeah. There are things that I may not even pray for now because maybe my faith is not up to. I will not ask for it. But I will want to upgrade and increase my faith step by step until I have exceedingly growing faith. And until I get to a point that I am full of faith. Until I get to the stature of the measure of the fullness of Christ. Unto a perfect man. That is what we are talking about. May your faith increase and as your faith increase may nothing be impossible with you what men cannot phantom what men cannot understand god will do it because of you that aspect of god see the greatness the bigness of god in true faith and whatever you are believing god for let god be true in your in your situation let the faith of the ancient men let the grace that the ancient men of old the prophets walked with let it be our portion may we not just speak the word bible says there are those who deny the power of god they have the form of godliness but they deny the power that shall not be your story i see you believing in god believe in the miracle working power of god believe in the healing power of god believe in the salvation power of god believe in the resurrection power of god believe that in your lifetime you will see a tangible manifestation of God, miracles, dead being raised, different things, things we have read in the Bible. May it be portion of our life and of our ministry. May people testify of the goodness and the grace of God through the faith we have in the Lord Jesus. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord shine his face on you. May he cause you to be a blessing and may your life never be the same. I pray for you. That your faith will increase from a little faith to a great faith, from, from, from dying faith, oh, to a living faith, that you, from a failing faith to a strong faith to, to exceedingly growing faith, whatever it is, may you move from wherever you are in faith to believe and to trust, to progress by hearing, by seeing, 
and by using the little that God has for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So beloved, before we go, I would like to pray with you. If you are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to be born again. That means you don't want to go to hell. Look, after such a message, the least you can do is to exercise your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and be born again. If you want to be born again, I want to pray with you. Lift your hand wherever you are. Maybe you are watching with a friend. Maybe you join somebody on your phone. You are driving. You are home wherever you are. This is the most important aspect of the service. You want to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. And your life will never be the same. Please say this prayer with me wherever you are. Say with me, Lord Jesus. Please repeat it after me. Lord Jesus, this morning I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me and wash me. Cleanse me with your blood. From today, I believe in you. You are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. I receive you into my heart as the Savior, the Lord, and the Master over my soul. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. You are the Son of God. You died for me, and you rose again. Thank you, Father, for saving my life through your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Say, Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is very important prayer, and I want to pray with you. Father, thank you for all those who have accepted you this morning. I pray with them, and I pray for them. That the grace of God that brings salvation will be their portion. Father, I pray that they will not fall by the wayside. Let them continue with you. May your spirit guide them. May your spirit lead them through until the very end. In Jesus' mighty name. Beloved of God, uh, keep this Facebook address, LCI Cape Town. We are always on on Sunday morning, 9 a.m. And we'll be posting some other uh, episodes. Be there, check on us. And I believe your faith is going to grow and you will not be the same. Amen. God bless you. Now, before we go, it is time for uh, tithe and offering. I want every one of you to give to support the work of God. Give generously. You want to pay your tithe. You want to give an offering. Um, we have an account that we are going to show you. But let me talk about the offering a bit. An offering is a seed. It's an, a seed that you give. And as you give, God is going to reward you according to your giving. He said, when we give, he will cause men to give back unto us, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Many things are important in this life, but the church of God is very important. It is through your giving that the church is able to be built. So I want you to decide not to just... Uh, give coins and throw in maybe two rand or I want you to give in and when you are giving have in mind that you are supporting the great work that is going on 
and I believe God is going to bless you. The reason why the poor always remain poor is that they are not able to sow. As you are giving, tell yourself you are like a farmer. Your yield and your harvest is dependent on how much you sow. So if you want to come out of poverty, you want to break the bands and the shackles of need and lack, it is time for you to trust God that as you give, as you sow, as you pay your tithe, God is going to bless it. That is how prosperity works. God just allows you to sow a seed and he blesses the seed that you sown. That is what God does. If you sow nothing, you harvest nothing. But if you sow something, he multiplies. He causes it to uh, become an abnormal harvest. So anyone, no matter how poor you are, the way out of poverty is to sow seeds and trust God that he will give you abnormal harvest. Without it, you cannot be blessed. So take your phones. If you have an account, please link, link your account number to the church account number. Our account number is FMB. Our account is FMB. And the account number, I'm sure, will be showing on the screen. And uh, Take your phone. You can transfer from your account to the church account. And you use your telephone number, your phone number, and your name as the reference. Somebody will get in touch with you. He will send you the covenant blessing for tithing, for giving. And I believe your life will not be the same. Those who are also giving e-wallet, e-mali from different accounts, we have a cell phone number to which you can use for this transaction. The cell phone number is 064-000-2688. I repeat, 064-000-2688. Look, whatever account you are using, whether FNB, e-wallet, or NetBank, Imali send, whatever, please send to this number. Use your reference, and I believe God is going to bless you. Okay, I'm waiting for you. I'm waiting for you to pray over the offering, over your tithe, over what you are giving, and the Lord will bless you. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that we are giving, we are sowing, and our money is not a stone, it's precious seeds that we are sowing into this good ground. Lord, like farmers, we are sowing these precious seeds, knowing that as we sow, we shall receive a return, a harvest, in multiples of thousands, in multiples of hundreds, of thirty, in folds that we cannot comprehend. Lord, I pray that your promise concerning Titan will be fulfilled. How you said that when we tight and we honor you, you open the windows of heaven and bless us that there shall not be room enough to contain it. Lord, rebuke the devourer for our sake. May everyone who has given and given never discount his investment or investment. Whatever is under our hands, whatever we are involved with, whatever we are doing, Lord, step in and be a blessing to us. Cause every eye to see that you have blessed us. 
we thank you. And Lord, may the scripture be fulfilled. How you said that when we give, you cause men to give back unto us. Press down, shaking together and running over. I release your blessings over your people. I pray that favor, the favor of God will be upon us. I pray that you take sicknesses out of our way. That you bless our water, bless our bread. Cause us to receive from your hand that which only you can give us. I pray for divine health. I pray for divine provision. In the name of Jesus, let the power of the Most High God come over us, overshadow us to protect and to preserve that all that is happening will be exempted and will be delivered in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. So as we close and as we go, my prayer for you is that your faith will increase, that you will develop your faith through hearing, seeing, and using the little faith that God has given you. And as you do, may your faith increase from little to great, from great to exceedingly great and growing faith. May you have a strong faith. May you have faith that is able to move mountains in the name of Jesus. Every faith that is dying, I forbid you. You can no longer die. I speak life. Receive a living faith in the name of Jesus. Anyone who has made shipwreck of your faith, I pray that it turns around in the name of Jesus. May your faith be strong. May your faith be great. And may your faith grow a city. God bless you. With your newfound faith, may nothing be impossible to you. What is possible with men, what is possible with We hope you've been blessed by the Word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.